0: Hi and welcome to the launch of the new Shakey's Cricket Show. Uh, you can find us by simply searching Shakey's Sports Journeys and you can get us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. Please do subscribe. We're going to be bringing lots of good content from all different sports, football, cricket, rugby, as well as other sports. I'm joined by my my co-host, Flanners. Flanners, you good. Good. Um, and let's get into the, the guests. So I thought first episode, I need to bring together a couple of couple of top men. So first and foremost, back by popular demand, he's becoming a bit of a regular on the show. Uh, Mr. Bruce Willis, a.k.a. ex-Yorkshire, <laughs> ex England, ex-Scotland and ex-Durham cricketer Gavin Hamilton. How are you doing, mate?
1: Good, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me back. It's sort of keeping me entertained through all this lockdown palaver. It's, uh, it's, it's nice to speak to somebody who's not four months old.
0: Oh, listen, I wanted to give you a break in between nappy changing, so here he, here we are. It was nice to see Woody in the background, looking uh, looking very happy, and uh, it's good to see that you're you're enjoying fatherhood.
2: You That's right, great, You must be charging a few bob if we're you on this much. I tell
0: you,
1: <laughs> I will tell you, what, if we keep talking for about three hours after this podcast, just keep pretending so I don't have to go upstairs.
0: <laughs> and last but not least, uh, I'm joined by the uh, the uh, the speedster. When I say speedster, I mean 90 plus miles per hour, Uh, ex-test cricketer for the West Indies Um, and ODI cricketer. I'm joined all the way from Barbados from uh, Tino Mind the Windows Best. (laughs) Yeah,
3: What's up, guys? It's it's good to to, to be here. One love to my boy, Gavin. We go way, (laughs) way, 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 way back. So it's good to be here, guys. Good afternoon. I was just me. saying, be...
1: Bestie, it must be 20 years, isn't it, since we met? 20, 2001, yeah. I think it was.
3: Yeah, yeah 2001, 20 years exactly. Man. Twenty yeah, years. Man. Wow. Yeah, wow. Well. <laughs> I'll tell you what,
1: it wouldn't be far off this time of year either.
3: Yeah, it's, I, yeah. actually it was a little bit to Yeah, November. Yeah. yeah. November met 20
0: years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You're looking well, guys. You're looking young. Tino, you—I always see your pictures on Instagram and whatnot. I think you look like a little WWE wrestler, man. You know the, <laughs> you know the action. You know the action figures that you get. You look like one. Yeah. of every, you've, got, you've got every single bloody muscle and every single—it's <laughs> frightening, frightening. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> I pre- appreciate you joining. Appreciate you joining us. Um, and we're just going to have a bit of a chat today about cricket in general. But the first question I want to ask both of you. And uh, Tino's advised me to always go to Gav first because he's respecting his senior. And that question is, uh, Gav, what format of cricket were you striving to play when you were coming up and, you know, growing up and why?
1: It was a no-brainer for me, Shaker. It was, um, well, test cricket. Well, bearing in mind, don't forget, T20 stuff wasn't about when I was sort of that age, sort of in the early 90s when I turned, I think I took my first pro 25. contract in 1992. So there's no, there's no T20 stuff. In those days, it was the 40-over things on the Sunday. So we used to play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Championship, play a 40-over game on the Sunday afternoon, then play finish off the Championship on the Monday, uh, day off Tuesday, then think about probably a Benson Hedges game on the Wednesday, which was 50-overs. So there were three formats. But striving for the four-day stuff and test cricket was, was the only format in those days. It was the only form of cricket. It was the only one that was covered on TV. The odd one-day game, maybe the bent hedges stuff. So at least the, the BBC covered all the Test match cricket. And the thought of playing just non-stop for five days was the dream. You know, it, it, obviously, as a best deal, no, when you're bowling, it comes hard work. And sometimes you think, oh, please win the toss and bat. I can't be arsed today. But when you're younger, five days of playing cricket, it's the absolute dream, isn't it? A day off, then start again. Um, so, yeah, it was a no-brainer for me. For, uh, four-day stuff into the Yorkshire team was was the goal with a view to playing Test cricket and... You know, like I said, it, it, things are obviously very different now, which I'm sure we'll get on to.
0: Tino, same question to you, my friend. Yeah, man, it, it was a no-brainer, man.
3: To play to to, to play Test cricket for sure. Um, when I started my professional career in December 2001, man, it was it was just to 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 be to be um, playing for Barbados, just just four-day cricket and um and 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 Test cricket, man. That was the ultimate um to 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 live the dream, man. Growing up around my uncle as well, uh, former Test cricket at Carly Bass. Um look, man, it was that was always the thing um, to play international cricket. Um there wasn't any 2020 around either. <laughs> it was only I was I was just a, a couple years after Gav, a few years after Gav. Uh, it was it, not, not, not that was that was the thing, man. Like um just being strong enough to play cricket, man. You know, you want to be fit, you want to be strong. And uh, you want to make a name for yourself. You want to get on the shadow of my uncle. So playing Test cricket was the ultimate, man. Playing first-class cricket, playing for Barbados and West
2: Indies. But Tino, you know, obviously, growing up in the West Indies, mate, it was incredible because the the heritage was just fast bowlers, wasn't it? It just Test cricket. Three hundred. My.
3: It my listen me
2: growing up, bro. Me
3: growing up with the greatest stuff. I like, I, I, I love. I, I think I had the greatest childhood as a kid. I, nobody can touch my childhood. That's the honest truth. Um, look, I grew up in a village. Um, we were very um, village orientated in terms of like, if you're not doing your, school, your homework, you are playing t-ball cricket every day. Um, when 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 international cricket come between late February to, to 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 June, everybody's at Kensington Oval. After international cricket is finished, it's straight into so going and watch my uncle play club cricket for his mighty empire, where you had a a a, 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 a club side with nine first class players and about nine. Also oh, those nine first class players, six or or former tests or actually test players. So I grew up around cricketers. So um, it was it that was the only thing I knew, man. Cricket and school work, brother. <laughs> so it was incredible. I mean, um, when when it came to like international cricket, it was myself, Derek your Haynes, which is Desmond Haynes' son, Carl Greenwich, who was Gordon Greenwich's son, and Jason Lloyd, who was Clive Lloyd's son. Uh, he used call us Doug Tanning and the Three Musketeers. And we would play cricket morning, lunchtime, evening, every day. Our, our, and our dream, all four of us, was to play for West Indies. Um, Me and Dario, obviously, the opening batsmen, and uh, Carl and, and Lloyd, he was the two fast bowlers, and we was going to be the mighty West Indies team, man. You know, fortunately, (laughs) he's the only one I've ever done, I guess. But Carl did did well playing his county cricket and stuff. So, so man, my childhood was tremendously, like, in lockdown, it helped me to really, like, uh, think about, just just lay back and just think about how incredible incredible it was and how fortunate and blessed I was as well.
0: Yeah, it was interesting you touched on that, Flanners. I mean, you growing up, you would have had so many role models, you know, you had the Amros and Walshira, you know, Kenny Benjamin. you know, And then prior to that, we've seen what West Indies produced. Kind of sad these days, if I'm being honest, you don't see the same level of uh, fast bowling talent coming out of the Caribbean. I hope it's something that improves in the future. Gav, coming, coming to you, test cricket to me, even now, is the best form of cricket. You know, if you can succeed in test cricket, you're a true cricketer. Are kids these days
1: striving to play Test cricket? No, I don't think so. I think the look you can you can always tell where the club where kids are is when you're hanging around at your club side. So I've got I live in Guysley and I, I don't play much, but my lad who's 16 now plays. And you know I go down and watch the nets every now and again, and they're playing reverse ramp shot second ball. You know the reverse sweeping at a third ball, you're just thinking. You can't tell them not to because that's that's what clearing the boundary and in innovative cricket is the way forward. That's 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 the fact. Mm-hmm. You know, you can drill into you can drill into lads that you know Test cricket's the best form. It's not in their eyes. They watch TV. They want to hit sixes. They want to hit. So no, I don't think so. I think they're striving to be playing. Yeah, they're, they're striving to hit, to hit. Yeah, right. They're striving to hit boundaries and play stupid shots. But that's where the money is. You know, that's where. That's where the contracts are. You know, you see people taking white ball contracts, which is unheard of 20 years ago. You go to your county, side and say, do you know what? I don't fancy the red ball stuff. Can I have a white ball contract? They'll just tell you to do one. Um, so, no, they're not. I mean, I, I, but you can't stop the evolution of it. That's the thing. And and whilst a lot of the T20 cricket is great to watch, and I think a lot of it's going into test cricket, the, the, the pace and the way batters are playing, the sort of... The sort of mix-up that the bowlers have got i think it's added so much value to test cricket but it's just finding that balance obviously but test cricket is a great way of finding out who are good players and who are not but anyone fine. can have a anyone can have a flash in the pan that's what t20 stuff does but to be a true great you have got to play test cricket at, for have a little bit of longevity because nobody gives the monkeys about a, a good-looking 30. you need 160s over a 10-year period or a five-year period of playing test cricket and that and you ask any professional cricketer who's played for a number of years, and they'll tell you the same.
2: class is permanent. Gav, look at look at Joe Root. Joe Root can play across any format, can't he? You know what I mean? And yeah. he's adapted his game. But you know, I was saying to the boys, look at this winter. You know, I, I don't know what's changed. He seems to be playing the ball so yeah. much later. I don't know if it's personal off the field, but you know, he's obviously grown up in that time where four ball, you know, four day cricket, Test cricket. And, 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 but he's got the game to do both formats, and that's class. Yeah,
1: absolutely. There's not many who have. But you're absolutely right. I think he, I watched the interview he, he had, and he said he'd had taken lockdown to take time away to to think about his game. But they're the good players. They're Obviously, he's in the elite, but the good players are, are constantly evolving. Because best will tell you, he'll, he'll, play against, he'll play against a couple of batters, and they'll find weaknesses. They see a weakness, they'll home in on it, and there's nowhere to hide. So unless you change, unless you keep, moving with the game and keep moving your technique to to combat whatever bowling it doesn't have to be fast bowling it can be spinning spinners so it's just that like Ruti is a prime example of just evolving and just doing what it takes to be the best and look there's no reason it's not, not coincidence that he is in the top well top two I think he is now and he's just it's just different gravy but that's test cricket for you I mean these guys are playing on a an absolute bunsen burner out in India now you've got to adapt you can't oh I prefer a green seaming pitch or you just got to, whatever's put in front of you, you've got to do it. Whereas in the T20 stuff, you know, it's a bit crash band wallop, but you can obviously make a good career out of it. So there's the fine balance.
0: Dino, you know, what's happening with mm. the Caribbean? I mean, a great advert has just happened. A fantastic achievement by the, uh, by the, by the, by the Wendy's boys winning away in Bangladesh. But what's the general feeling you heard from Gav there? You know, he's going down to his local club with his lad plays. And they're all trying all crazy shots. Um, but you, for instance, I mean, you're used to batting on the beach as well. I've seen videos of you, you like a ramp or two as well. But what's the general feeling amongst kids coming through? Is it just a T20? Is that what you're noticing? Um, well, what 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 Gav said just now was absolutely correct. I don't
3: even know how to follow up that brother. But <laughs> like, um, look, the passion for test cricket is still there. You're only gonna get that respect from your contemporaries when you play Test cricket over five to ten years and score those big runs, brother. So, look, let me show you something. Um, I was in Masters League um last year. Actually, we gotta go back. Um, Gavin, yeah, you play for England, <laughs> man. I'm not holding no prisoners, man. I'm peppering everyone. <laughs> but listen, on a serious note, um, look, I was one of the West Indian players. Um, retired my. Retired players make this comment. He said, um, one of our T20 players you're talking about oh um one of our T20 players uh, is massive, he's made he's got the biggest contracts and all that. And a guy from another team who's played a hundred tests, he said, no one cares about that, bro. If you give me a hundred tests any day before a big IPL contract, brother, it's about being remembered for those great things. Mm-hmm. So amongst that, amongst that elite class, amongst um, the Joe Roots, the 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 the, the King Williamson's, the the just to name a few, man. let me cable no IPL, no no Steve Smith and those guys, no Mitchell Starr, Mitchell Starr and, and, and Cummings and those guys. The man five not test for it, Test cricket, bro. Man, they cable five million dollars, and I guess because the whole certain things, the, the big tree structure, they don't have to worry about that, but. What has affected West Indies cricket is that we don't get the opportunity to get big central contracts. And I think that's the only problem with West Indies cricket that you're going to see the talented players uh, um not playing for West Indies in Test cricket. Because if a guy can make a million US in six weeks, man, I remember back in the day, it'd take you 10 years to make a million dollars playing professional cricket. That's the only truth. Now a guy can play six weeks and make a million playing 2020. And that doesn't even care if he if he has a good season or not. If once you get by, that's your pay. But cricket is still well and well uh, and, and and alive in the Caribbean, brother. Um, what Mirs have just done um, has really reunited uh, a lot of, of cricketers or, or, or across the region in terms of yo man. That's the thing because the only way you're going to improve your in, in intrinsic value is if you play Test cricket. That is where that is where you you develop yourself as a cricketer. You don't want to be known as a twenty twenty cricketer or just a limited overs cricketer. You want to be known as a whole cricketer, holistically. So Gav just said it perfectly, brother. I can't even come back. Like that is the that's the thing about West Indies cricket. The only thing that's affecting us is the ability, or or I should say, the lack of ability from the board to get big contract players locked in to play Test cricket, and that's where that's why West Indies cricket is the way that they are. Um, for me personally, I always thought that West Indies cricket, even when I made West Indies team nearly 19 years ago, we always had pr- problems with the board and pay. You know what I mean? And I and, and and I play and I play, Yeah, and I play with Lara and those guys. And they were saying they had the same problems with Viv. And Viv had the same problem with Clive. And Clive had the same problem with with, with Keith. Oh man, you you know what I'm saying. From sober's days, brother. So so living in this part of the world, there's a lot of injustice and stuff in terms of not getting paid um the right what what we what we what we want or, or what what should be given to us. And look, at the end of the day, guys are gonna go where the where the green is gra- where the, the grass is greener. And and that's just the way West News Cricket is. But right now we have a nucleus of players that are tremendous, they're hungry for it. Um and look, IPL is the is the ultimate. I don't mind guys playing in the IPL. I just don't want to see them playing in every little league around the world, yeah. trying to grab a grab at every check. Still believe mm-hmm. look, a guy that has lost, has lost his way in, in, in international cricket is Carlos Braffit. Carlos Braffit is a tremendous cricket. He's just not a 2020 mm-hmm. cricket. That guy can bat, bowl, and field. And he's and he's in the big bash playing while well, West needs to play test cricket. Carlos would be so good in that test team right now. But man, it's a shame. the board, yeah, the board not being able to lock in players, man. Seriously, you got a West Indian look, a top West Indian contract is one hundred and fifty thousand US. Come on, guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know that a, we... uh, uh, a
3: top Australian contract, a top Australian is five million. I guess the English one is probably three point five or something. That's million. the other
0: thing I was going to say. England has a thing. England, India, Australia, the big, yeah. the big three. Yeah, their players, guys. So you don't see their players going and all play, but they're getting paid well.
3: Yeah, correct. You got you got guys. You got a T10 tournament playing, and West teams are being beaten by Bangladesh in one day cricket, and and then you got all the all the all the the the, the, the guys are cha- are one day captain has Wait. refused <laughs> to go to has refused have refused to go to 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 Bangladesh and play in a you in should. a three series, and he's in he's in Dubai playing T10. <laughs> so so that's that's the thing. So like me personally. What the board is gonna do? You can't. You can't tell them. If you give them an upper, a, uh, if you give a guy a sailor, you don't have to go. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be. There's not gonna be repercussions." He's gonna always gonna pick the easy road. So at the end of the day, there's there's no there's no loyalty to West cricket because they don't loyalty is money, bro. Yeah, you're only loyal to the almighty dollar. Unless <laughs> that almighty dollar isn't the right numeral. Man, guys are gonna go all the way, and that's what happened to West Indies. But what they have done in the Test series is absolutely amazing. I, I, I was thinking that Bangladesh was gonna spin us out, but the guys just show resolute, man. They just fought hard, and and they've made everyone in lock. Don't be just more Ezra Mosey condolences to his family and stuff. And and he was he, I don't not sure if Gav would have played against him. In a, he would have played it. You would have played against him, Gavin, in, in, no, in, in, in program cricket. You wanna play against him in Fred Ramsey?
1: No, I don't think so.
3: Mm. Yeah, he uh, he got knocked off his bicycle. He was riding in the morning, got knocked. Yeah, yeah he, knocked was, he was. He was
1: he, I think he was, he was. He was quite a bit ahead of me. He was sort of ten years before me, maybe a little bit less. Yeah.
3: So so we were dumb about we we as a cricket team fraternity in Barbados and, and across the region we were we were distraught about that. But then with this victory and Calmiers scoring two hundred and ten not out in the second and in the fourth innings, a big knock. Our debut, big man, big that's big massive. Big that's a big no. And if you're, if, you're a cricket, if you're a lover of the game, man, you got you to gotta say, wow, in Bangladesh, No, many men go Bangladesh and score double double hundred. I know that Jason Gillespie scored a double <laughs> hundred. But that was like 15 years ago in Bangladesh is no catching their feet. But to, to do it in that circumstance and chase the highest score in Asia, I thought that was tremendous. So cricket is alive, man. Guys are still hungry.
0: You know well, you what I mean? More, well, also more, guys want them more, IPL. You need more of those, like like you said, the lad Myers. I hope now you're going to see an influx of kids in the streets of the Caribbean talking and saying, I want to make double hundreds like like the man Myers. That's that that would be great to see. Gav, on the other hand, English cricket, like Tino is is talking about there, you've got Jason Holder. I noticed that actually. Like yeah. the West Indies captain is not with the West Indies team and he's playing in a franchise. I mean, that's that that would that wouldn't happen with the English boys. They they go away, it's, they rob, but they're getting paid million pound contracts. you think that's a big difference? And do you think that do you think that potentially is a threat to the test game as a, as an overall that we're not going to see the best players on all the other countries playing against each other?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, Destiny is absolutely right. Well, money talks. You can't, you can't fault these lads. You know, the bottom line is it's their career, it's their job. It's like what you do for a living, you choose to do it. This, this is my job. And how I, how, I, how I choose to get paid for it, it's my decision. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, whereas England, Australia and, and India, look, look, they're miles ahead in terms of the governing bodies, they're miles ahead in terms of how the contracts are set out, and they're miles ahead in, case, in, in terms of management. I mean, you look at the England side now, there's what, 30 people, 30 uh, squad in their staff? There must be 15 staff members on that test pitch in the morning, covering all angles. You know, they've got, yeah, they've got all of them. Now, just think about the background staff at Lords and the ECB, people behind the comms. These guys, and you see how good England are in the the media now, and how well they're portrayed to the fans, and like Rooty calling that guy in Sri Lanka. They're just building this brand of just really good bunch of lads, you know. because commercially they're going to do well because they're a likable bunch and they're doing well on the field and they've got people like Rooty standing out, who's a figurehead now and of absolute immense cricketing talent. So that's what's bringing keeping Test cricket alive. You've got Kohli keeping Test cricket alive. But bearing in mind, New Zealand boys don't get paid that well. Yeah, the New Zealand boys are okay. They get a decent they get a decent whack but nowhere near as much as the other three and they play test cricket they get their best teams out for the one day stuff so the best bestie's right there's an element of loyalty to the New Zealand and to the black caps isn't it so you know the a lot of these lads will have played great four day stuff and it goes back to the domestic cricket that they play. How good is it? How challenging is it and how how competitive is it for them to sort of be driven through into the test side. So Yes, it's going to be massively challenging sort of towards Test Cricket, but I can't see even South Africa that the big teams will always go back to it. There's too much loyalty to Test Cricket, too much money involved commercially, TV rights, it's holding the game together. It really is. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I, if you asked me this five years ago, I'd have feared for it because IPO looked, look to be going to that stage where it's going to go into the explode, doesn't it, and take over the take over sort of one-day cricket. But the big the sort of Australian, I think England, and potentially New Zealand have reined it in a little bit, reined the players in, and said, look, you can play. You can go off. I think Stokes goes off now, doesn't he? And he, he goes off to Dubai and stuff. He goes, you can have a couple of weeks. And they're finding that balance of going, look, you can play, but you're not taking the whole two months.
2: Um, you 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 never had that problem back in the day because there wasn't an the option there do you know what I mean and, and, and the loyalty to the test match brand into your country was never in question oh, then
1: absolutely no, you,
2: the west indies you can sort of question the loyalty to the west indian brand however if you're not making the money you've got you've got to put paper you've got to put bread on the table you have to provide for your family so can't
1: falter cannot falter but bearing no, in mind that back, back then you look, look you were loyal to your county England came second. England, If you got into the England side, you weren't paid by England, you were paid by your county. And you got paid by a test-by-test test basis. So you'd have your nice contract to the counties. They would... And those contracts were rigid. You couldn't... You wouldn't be able to go off and play somewhere else. You finished in September, five months off, got play place with clogged stuff, but you're back in February. Fact. There's no otherwise move on. So that, that's how things have changed. And, you know, I think the loyalty to... To the England brand now is, I think they've got it absolutely perfect. Certainly the ECB, and I think Australia have had That's their problems true. over the last three or four years, but they're getting there. They're finding yeah. a way to make the Test team look attractive commercially and to the and to the public, which I think is a massive yeah. difference. And this win in Bangladesh is it on TV over there, bestie? Could you? Yeah, watch of it? course, bro. Like, right? Of course,
3: man. Is, cricket yeah. is a well, listen. Cricket, cricket is is alive over here,
1: you know, bro. Yeah, you're saying that win... It's
3: just, it. it it, it's just as we as we as we both agreed on it's all about that cash flow bro because if you if you if you if you're telling me look I've had I can tell you this I've had three and I'll play for West needs for for 12 years on and off in those 12 years I've played what 60 70 game international matches right I've had three contracts the three contracts was I had a one year I had a forty thousand US dollar contract. Um, another, year I had a sixty thousand dollars US contract, and then I think my last year I had a, like an eighty thousand dollars. and that's that's retainer. That's nothing, brother. You yeah, get what I'm saying? When, to what when the first are getting, they're on like yeah plus K, a
1: million, million is pound that, contracts. Is that
0: Correct. plus match? Is that
1: plus match fees, bestie? Was that just F- yeah, yeah, 30?
3: yeah, yeah? Plus 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 match fees. I mean, I still, I still, I still, you're still good. You know what I mean in terms of the Caribbean. But 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 I remember even playing for Barbados, my first first class game, I got paid 190 US dollars for my first first <laughs> class match. You get what I'm saying? That's what huh? I'm saying. And then and then when I when I played for West Indies, it was like you get paid way more. The the, the gap was so massive. Let me show you how massive the gap was. You got paid 190 US dollars playing for Barbados. Um, when you play for West Indies, you get something like. Seventeen thousand US a test match.
0: You must have but been like you must have yeah. Been so I like this. So, I like so, this. Yeah.
3: So yeah. But but that's so crazy. That's how so big the gap was. And
0: yeah. then
3: and then we weren't doing well. And then they tried to take the sponsorship money and tried to feed into the first class game. And then that's where all the problems came. You had um, people striking. You had because guys were like they want everything. So. Know that guys don't have any loyalty to West They're all there, every league, bro, because they yeah. in a security. West Indies cricket in ain't security. Mm-hmm. And 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 as Gab rightfully said, man, F, F, the big tree, they take all the money, bro. That's the yeah, only truth. They take. And we, And
1: dollars? One
3: hundred and ninety US dollars. True story. Bro. gets more than
1: that at the Grange.
3: That's <laughs> what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, first lap. but my first game back in 0-2, 02, 0-2, 02, bro. And the thing uh, is this here, right? West Indies cricket has built every single nation up. Every single nation. Australia, England, India, New Zealand, all of them have made money. And what, what has done is that the board in those days have not, did not give the play. I remember Sagarfi's Services, Wes Hall, he said this to me. Wes Hall said he was being paid 500 TT dollars, 500 US dollars. For a test match, and the Australians were getting, Richie Benaud and those guys were getting twenty thousand Australian. It's not. Very,
0: it's not. It's not very well balanced, does it? There's no doubt. No, that man. The, there's no they doubt. Just, they that just, the three. The big three. Yeah. So
3: the uh... yeah, yeah, but but the players have always uh, are tired of it. So so that's the big issue. The board have always taken, 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 and the players just get the penis. and and that's what you had a lot. of strikes and stuff and that's where you, the the brand of West Indies cricket has diminished. It didn't diminish because of talent, bro. It d- diminished because of the board and the and the cash flow and not paying the players what they deserve. And that's the honest truth about West Indies cricket in a nutshell, bro.
0: Well, listen, I hope it's uh, I hope it improves, but I, I I know I hear what you're saying. I mean, I've been watching cricket in the Caribbean for years now, you know, way, way back, growing up, watching Lara, etc., And they were always striking. There was always problems going on. But it strikes me as very similar to the Pakistani board as well, which has always got similar shit going on as well, which is never, it's never, it's never plain sailing. Uh, but listen, I want to touch on a couple of the other t- series that have been going on. So as I said at the start, the advert of Test cricket has been fantastic over the last couple of months. We've seen one of the great series in Australia where uh, India, Bowled out for 36 in one of the, in the first Test match, and everyone's saying India the worst team. You know they're getting they're going to get slated out there, and they bounce back. They lost Kohli, Rahani took over the captaincy, and one of the great fight, greatest fight backs in Test cricket you'll ever see to come back and beat Australia in that last Test. The boy Pant, the keeper batsman, playing a serious knock. You must have been watching a bit of that. Gav staying up late. Woody keeping you up?
1: <laughs> Funnily enough, yeah. I watched, and I, I've watched. i never been a massive cricket watcher, to be honest, but obviously during lockdown and, like you said, having a, a young lad, I've watched loads and it was genuinely, genuinely good cricket. Loved it. You know, when I, I was, I think, Vaughan took a, Michael Vaughan took a good brunt of coming out with a 4-0 win to Australia or something and soon at his words, because it, it didn't just win, it just showed India, best you know more about it than me, because you've played against them. I don't know, they've always had this perception of when it got tough or when they in the field, they'd always just let it go and then back the batters to get a few. But they just had a young, fighting spirit about them. I think they just had no fear. We're in Australia, whereas before... I think they won the series before, didn't they? Yeah. I think McCauley had won them. So they had this no fear, fresh, wet behind the ears, let's just take these guys on in their own backyard. And the Aussies didn't know what to do with it. They, they, they were shocked after that first test. And the way they came back and where way they attacked, it was just really genuinely good viewing I mean like I said I'm not a massive cricket watcher but I'll, literally, I'll record it which I've never done in my life and obviously that last win in Brisbane was it? Is it? Is it yeah. The Gabba they won the last one and then the knock it off was just oh, box office stuff like you said that's and that went down to the, did they chase it on the fifth day or the fourth yeah, day? I think it was the fifth day so yeah. on, a sh- on a worn fifth day pitch and people who don't know cricket obviously only just watch T20 stuff they won't appreciate the intricacies of, of that chase yeah. mostly um, we do obviously because we know the game well but it was um, it's, 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 it's like you said these last three weeks have just protest cricket if you don't if you're not getting into it then I'll be astounded if you like your cricket
2: it's good to see a bit of niggle gap as well, isn't it? Like even, even the English lads and, and, mm-hmm. and now but even Ashwin and, and Tim Payne I really? thought that, that defines cricket for me. Do you know what I mean? That that banter, that niggling, and that, you know, that I think it just that's what cricket's all about, you know, and gets stuck into it. And I think that was missing from the game a little bit as well. But it was good to see that in and, and Indians to do that over there. Well, it
1: shows you care. It shows it shows you care, shows you want to win. But we all know it's a fine balance between being an arse and getting a bit of niggle.
2: You know, yeah, there's, know there's know some. You
1: know, it's, 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 you know, if you're funny or if you're not funny, don't try and be funny, firstly. That's that's the first rule.
0: Can't wait to get you to the gabash.
1: Well, that and pick, came
0: back and bit him on the arse big time. I mean, seriously.
1: <laughs> I mean, pick your battles.
0: <laughs> I pick your battles. Tino, another uh, another test series um, that's been going on, before I get to talking about the current one going on as well, is Return to Test Cricket. To Pakistan now it's been happening gradually um, very slowly but for the first time quite a big team have come to the country in South Africa I don't know how much of it you've managed to catch but it's been again bloody good test series you know it was it was nip and tuck in, in both matches you know one minute the pendulum was swinging South Africa Pakistan were bouncing back in the end it was a, a well fought well fought series and Pakistan came out, came out on top what do you think of cricket going back there um, look, man. Like, to to be honest,
3: Pakistan is one of the places I've never played cricket. Um, yeah, I've never played it. Yeah, I've played against Pakistan
2: all over the world,
3: but never in Pakistan. Um, it's good. Um, look, I always said that you know, uh, Pakistan is one of those one of those nations that are just as passionate as India, the Caribbean, or the Australians. And 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 to see that series down there, to for them to finally play at home as well was tremendous. And I got a little glimpse of it. Um, but I always felt that Pakistan playing home would have always going to beat South Africa because of the passion and, and, and they want cricket to come back. So it was a great um, um, advert for the game coming back into Pakistan. The security was good. Um, you didn't see any hiccups whatsoever. So kudos to, to the Pakistan, the PCA for that, and to the players as well for putting on some an incredible game. I want to just get back to something that Gab said um, about India. And yeah, and Flanders, I just want you guys to know why I've played against India so many times. And it last in this, in this decade, in the previous decade, in the, in the, in the, in the double zeros, mm-hmm. uh, in the 2000s. I always felt that they were a team you could intimidate, you know, and, and rough them up. After 2010 coming down, the only way they got confidence and got better and got more aggressive because of the IPM, they brought in all those players and they learned from everyone. They understood cricket. They understand finishing games. They understand execution. They understand that. Uh, they started to get <laughs> that, that Australian attitude as in like, oh, it's a bad day, forget about it, start again tomorrow. Being bowled for 36 and then coming back to win these series is absolutely tremendous. Shows you resolute, shows resilience and or, 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 and mindset, and because of the IPL has brought in so many different coaches, so many intern, the, the, the young Indian players got to mix with the legends of the game and understanding and picking from the, the deal steams to, to the Steve Smiths to the Chris Gills to the to to, to the Andre Russell's the to whoever do well in IPL, doing Bravos, the Pollers, they pick these guys brain, and these guys become fantastic. And that is and that is what league's supposed to do. And I, I can tell you what, India has really tricked the world, bro. They have tricked the world big time. Look at the Test series that's going on now. They have, yeah. they got beat soundly in the first Test. I know they they're laughing at England. They're going to beat England with a with a, a deer to spear. Nah, you understand know what <laughs> I'm saying?
2: England'll knock it off, mate.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. They won't. they, they off, won't get past London, because if, if they knock Not it off, if, if they knock it off, brilliant to them no because chance. really and truly, if Ashwin can score 100, that's brilliant because Ashwin just counterattacked. just yeah. counterattacked all they just sweeping, sweeping. But I can tell you this to fit, but Ashwin facing Ashwin on that surface gap wall, I can tell you, boy, yeah, it's like no chance facing is like facing Shane Schillingford in Dominica oh man did you see that did you see the puff of dust that's coming up off the surface what brilliant i love it i love it and and the thing about it too um you know you will see the negative things about oh this is not a test man man we rock how many times i rock up in in england or australia and see the pitch in new zealand new zealand in the wake i can't even tell the difference between the outfield and the pitch the (laughs) ball see me from in front of you the first morning you playing. what are you complaining about? about? <laughs> uh, that's what, that's thing. So 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 so, if so the ball is seaming and swinging, everyone is saying, "Oh, oh, yeah, that's beautiful bowling." But if the wicket is bouncing and turning, oh, it's unfit. Man, I don't get it. Just play the cricket, man. Let's yeah, see.
1: Can't, your you can't complain. They scored five hundred runs, so it's, oh, exactly. it's not that bad a pitch. Yeah,
0: play the conditions, like you said, Gav, you got to get on with it. It's test cricket. I think that's, the, that's the beauty of it, and the fact that India won in Australia—that's a beautiful thing because Australia have been dominating on their home conditions for a long time. India have been dominating in their home conditions. So to see Joe Root go double hundred—don't get me wrong—the double hundred in Sri Lanka was good, but Sri Lanka looked, Sri Lanka looked bad. She didn't look. Didn't oh,
1: didn't look know,
0: but then to do it in India on the first... Te- that was that was incredible. And this series is set up for, for another box office series. It's going to be... A, it's going to go... But I, I, I think the fact that India... The other thing I was going to say is, the fact that there's no crowds, yet we're all still buzzing about Test cricket, that's... Mm-hmm. They've got pros now. They've got pros now. They've got pros They've got know. some... India have got... Yeah, they've got... And Australia had a little bit, but for instance, in Pakistan, yeah. nobody in the ground. And, and, and still... The match is intriguing. You're enjoying watching it. It's uh, it's it's just such a great format. T20, I can go for a, I can go to the loo for half an hour, come back, catch up with the game. I'm not too fussed. I know it's going up, but with test cricket, sometimes when a match is really on a knife edge, you can't leave your seat. You're just like, oh, this next half an hour is crucial. If they can get through this or they can do that. It's it's the best format of the game. Um, and but and what do you think about the ICC wanting to make it four day four day tests?
1: It's a waste. It would no. be it's, it doesn't differentiate between county or should I say first class cricket and test cricket, it doesn't make any sense. It's uh, if it finishes in four days, so be it. You know that's that's you can't you can't take the 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 unique part of the game away from it. That's what makes it unique. Because five days is a bloody long time. It really is. <laughs> As you know, if you're in the field, I mean, I've played some four-day games and I've been in the field for two and a half days. And you just think oh, another three of this. It's a long shift. That yeah. that's that's character, isn't it? That's the character. Yeah.
3: I see three new balls. I see three new balls already, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nothing. <laughs> there's, over, there's nothing worth the waking, up, waking up oh, on the man. third
1: day thinking, I've oh, got to go again.
2: You need, oh, man, you need to man. have a day in between so you can have a, a rest off the alcohol as well. Do you know what I mean? You need that day to recover in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, test cricket is the greatest format, man. There's nothing like <laughs> oh, test cricket.
1: No, no, Flanners, we never drank during games.
2: Never. No. <laughs> I bet you boys were a, a, a few dusty mornings after a few late sherberts, surely
1: is so my first-class debut at Kent for Yorkshire against Kent, obviously, we had bottles of red wine on the table at lunchtime.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had
1: to sit in the marquees at the bottom of Maidstone. there was a bottles of red in the middle of the table where you have lunch and people
0: would just have a little sit just there. First-class cricket. You're in the, in the game, in the game. Yeah, in the game. Times have changed now, you would be get, you'd get fined, you'd be, you'd, be, you'd be out of team for a couple of games. And...
1: Unbelievable. It's genius. Just imagine you just bowled them out. we just like, I'm batting seven, I can get a bottle in. <laughs> 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 Nobody will know. So Probably, we'll play get- yeah. Probably
0: play better. We, we, we've worked one thing out on this podcast above all else. Test cricket is alive and well, it's the best form of cricket. But to finish, I thought it'd be good to have a little laugh. So I brought you two together today, and you two have shared. I mean, I didn't know this. But when I had Bestie on the podcast for his uh, for his journey story, he told a great story about, about you, Gav. So while you're both here together, I want you to kind of take us back to 40 years ago. Was it 20 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> t- t- tell, us, tell us how you came across. Uh, Gav, you, you tell me how, how you came across each other and, and, and that time of life.
1: Yeah, it was November, wasn't it, Bestie? Yeah, look, I was... Um... 2001 so I was sort of coming sort of slowly to the end of my career and I was just sort of hanging on and I played I think I was 12 years worth of first worth of 1st class cricket and I was on the back of six really good years and I had a crap year that leading 2000 uh, no we won the championship but I had a really bad personal year so I wanted to go to Perth that winter and just sort of try and reinvigorate myself and Get, you know, to find something different. So I wanted to go for four months. So anyway, in between going, I went to went to the West Indies. Went to Barbados on what was the Warren Ramsey tour, which was an end of season trip for ex, ex pros, even though I was still playing. Which said it really. Um, I think there was eight of us, and we'd all and two of us. No, probably more. There's twelve of us, and two of us were playing six teams. That was about right. And it was uh, it was called the Warren Ramsey Cricket Festival. So we will play uh, like I said, two pros in a, a flex. Team that's all got brought together by a mixture of club players and stuff. So it was myself and Ed Giddens who played in our team. Also, I'm great mates <laughs> you know, and he's a loose cannon and I was a bit loose in those days. <laughs> so it was just one of those dream trips for two weeks. And uh, obviously the first game we meet all our teammates and this young little whippersnapper came in. And surprisingly, he never took a breath. This is the first thing I remember. Didn't take a breath before he spoke. He'd speak for 20 minutes, not one breath. i like, is he is he still going? He was one of those... Had of anyway, nice to meet you, Tino. Anyway, so he, he came into bowl. I always remember this, because me and Giddo, I think we'd been out the night before. I'm glad we were fielding. Uh, and he came into bowl, and I just thought, fuck. I'm, <laughs> <getting it off." laughs> I'm just like this. Jesus Christ. Please. And I think, I can't remember who was the opposite. Uh, I think one of the English... Like, it might have been Darren Maddy, I think, was on it. And Mads has been out with us the night before. And I could, the, the look on his face, first ball, hanging out of his ass from the night before, <laughs> and then Bestie following through to within a yard of him. First ball, we're just thinking, oh my God, this is bloody brilliant. <laughs> then, you know, just giggling with each other. So that was my first experience. Obviously, Bestie played with us, I think we played eight games, we had two weeks, so we played the cricket, great fun, such, you know, played in great spirit, and then we'll stay behind, have a few drinks, go out that night, carry on, carried on over two weeks. And, um, and you weren't playing for Barbados or anything in those days, were you, Tino? You were sort of you were just on the verge, on the verge of a really good club side and not even noticed. And and we, I remember after two or three games, and I just thought this is. it wasn't just quick. He could bowl. You can see a mile away that he had talent. He wasn't just this idiot that just ran in and bowled bouncers. He could bowl. He could swing it when he got it right, and he got his right length, and it was. You can, you can just tell somebody who, who can control control the ball. And then Gido just said this is ridiculous. And I remember a reporter coming. To the ground, the yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can't remember the, the ground it was. It was. Uh, we, actually we
3: was at we actually we was at a function. We was at a function in shipping
1: Yes, we it was the
3: season function. And Barry Wilkinson, he I got the article still, bro. Well, that's yeah, right. Seen he, seen he just said, yeah, "Have you enjoyed your time?"
1: He said, yeah, he said, "Have you yeah. enjoyed your time?" I said, "It's been great. We didn't win many games, but it's been brilliant and playing an old sort of going back to." Barbados Heritage cricket on club grounds, you know, crap outfields. It was brilliant to get involved in. And and we said, this guy, Tino Best, what's he do? because best he never told us about who he played for. He never said, oh, I want to be playing for the West Indies or I should be playing first class cricket. Um, it was all very low-key. And then we just oh, what's, is he in the, what side is he in? What is he playing Barbados? Is he on the West Indies side? He's now he's not even close. So we just <laughs> couldn't get, we couldn't get a heads around it because I remember because I during the nineties. Obviously, the Ambrose Walshies, they they were just West Indies bowling was was the best. It was the 80s and 90s. It was the best. It always has, always will be. So in our eyes, that late 90s, 2000s, we always thought it was on a bit of a slippery slope. We we never, apart from Walsh and Ambrose, there was nobody ever to back them up. I remember them coming to England in 2000 or whenever it was, and as soon as Ambrose and Walsh were off, you know, it, it was it was it was a free for all. So everyone just wanted to get through it. So. We, I always thought that West Indies cricket was always gonna was on a bit of a downhill to not having any talent. That's why we were amazed that he couldn't get a gig. And then I think within two <laughs> articles, I think you Barbados have picked you up, didn't they?
3: Yeah, um, that that's a, that's a, look, I'll tell you what, bro, like what, what happened, Gav is that I remember you give me naked shoes. You give me a pair yeah. of naked shoes boots. I was like, yeah boy. I give it up bowling by
1: them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you give me you give me naked boots, so and you tell me, yo. And they tell you, you give me Nike boots, and I think Ed to give me – no, Keith caught give me a Surrey shirt. Got medals, he we was spinning, medals 11. Medals are you captain. That was it. Yeah, man. That, is, that was like a dream. Like, so so basically what, what happened is that earlier the year, in April, April in 2001, I went more like South Africa testing. And I hit Gary Kirsten in the head, and he didn't want to face me no more. and hit Gary um, Calling they're calling like on the ribs and stuff. And it was like beating her show for, just not for peace, but you know, her She was young that time, but her she was like, yo, it's a little man. So then, so Graham Ford, the head coach of South Africa, he did this interview and he said like, yo, this little young Santino best like, you guys should give this little man an opportunity. But then when they started to play first division that summer, I, I ran and had this magnificent dive and it landed on my shoulder and it hurt my shoulder I still got the lump on, on my shoulder and I didn't bowl for like that was actually the first thing you I, I, I start about bowling when you guys uh, for the Fred Ramsey tournament So when you guys did that interview from what Graham Forty High Court said six months before and then the two English pros come and say that I got invited to trials brother got <laughs> invited I got invited to, to national trials So when I got invited to national trials no uh, everybody like hype and and and, and Shaky would have known this story, like everybody was hype. Yeah, and yeah. Gav, because Gav never really heard this story, you know. Um, when I ended up my first trial game from Barbados, I never played on the 15, never made it on the 19 squads. Um, never made it on the 19 squads, never made it on the 19 squads, never made it on the 15s. But basically happened is that I got invited for trials, and my first game I had a ball at Phil Wallace and Sharon Campbell. And they're richers and you see the first three <laughs> bro i bought like 12 overs so about 80 b it made creamy i get cream like literally uh i get smoked and um you used to play three day trial games in nine days so on the third and final day this was a sunday um i got one of the selectors i didn't know that i was a total novice to to like the selection policy because I had been raised under my uncle, Carl. I best so much I'm pampered. So I didn't understand politics and all this crap. So when I, when I um, at the end of that trial game, the, one of the selectors called me over and he said, look, um, guys talk highly of you, but we don't think that you're ready yet. You still got a lot of work to do. You need someone to work on your action. We know you're raw. But the pitch was real slow because you rain, it hadn't rain water. And Gav, and yeah, you know I have rain water in the pitch, the pitch ain't got no pace.
1: so I was just
3: yeah so every ball was just sitting up and I was being spiked Um, I walked across the field Gav, and I was also 12 I was kicked out of Barbados but I was I was I was (laughs) good so I went home and I I spoke to my mom and I you know I was emotional and saying you know this cricket thing for me and my mom was my mom listened to me for like two hours and then she said you can let someone stop you from achieving something that you love you know what I mean so she said you should continue practicing I was like, nah, man, they kicked me off the, the training squad. Like, why would I want to do that? And then she just said, go. And I went, yeah, I and mean, when they went, I went the Tuesday and the Wednesday and practiced with the guys. Sharon Campbell saw me again and he was like, Yo, why you don't go like this in the game? I was like, man, I was just nervous, and you know, that wasn't my kind of surface himself. He said, Look, what will you geared tomorrow Thursday? And you don't know someone who can pull up at 12 and you might get in. So I, I went to camp in the Army. That time I was in the Army. I went to the Army camp, told my sergeant what happened, came down to the trial game just with my backpack, my whites. Your Nike boots in my bag, my Keith <laughs> cost shirt. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> my Keith cost shirt. Gabby Hamilton boots and my white pants. And I end up, brother, I end up like lunchtime came, tea time came, nothing, nobody didn't pull up. I, I went downstairs. because we this game was playing at a place called Waymo. We no serious to tell Campbell, like, yo, respect, like, good looking out. Because yeah, you know these things. If someone tried to hurt you, even though it might not work out, you should to tell, tell them, yeah, like, yeah. you know, thanks. for like, Yeah. I said like, going on to tell him Tanks, He was like, yo, did you did you bring your kick? I was like, what? He's like, Ian Bradshaw, <coughs> knee is sore. And he doesn't want to bowl anymore. And we are short of bowl. I was, like, oh! and I got called in. I bowled. I, after tea, about 13 over straight. I got three in that spell for about 40. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, the, the because it was the first day of the final trial game, the TV cameras were there for the final um session. And man, all of it was on TV, bro. And everyone was like, Wow, everybody's jaw just dropped.
2: And the rest of
3: my life, brilliant. my yeah, my life changed. It, it
1: was it, it was meant to be, mate. You can imagine, imagine if you played right, that. Yeah.
0: That's the yeah, that's the that's, that's the crazy, big, bro. That's, that's crazy. crazy. I've got crazy. a burning
2: question, Shaky. I've got one burning question. One yeah. burning was. Harbour lights still a thing then?
1: Was it
3: still yeah, a thing?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was always. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> out, out of the fourteen days I went there, I reckon I went there fifteen times.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, wait, no. How good is <laughs> a punch? I've actually, oh. never, I've never been to a place where you pay. Is it like twenty? 20, what was it, US or something? And just drink all you can. Just three yeah. run punch. And then and all I remember about Barbados is, is Sin Martens. Uh, and uh, Harbour Lights.
1: So Lawrence Gat wasn't great in those days. It was all right. But all oh, we did, we just went to the boathouse and went to Harbour Lights. That was it. You didn't need anything yeah. else in life. The
3: boat life. yard, the boat yard, the boat yard. Yeah. So so yeah, that was so naked, bro. And I, uh, I never looked back, bro. I, I just. Yeah. Oh, That's great to hear that, Beth. Yeah, yeah I, didn't,
1: I didn't know that. <laughs>
0: That's Yeah, bro, that, yeah. That yeah. shows. That shows, <laughs> yeah. that shows such a be- beautiful story to finish with, because that's not just a story like, oh yeah, I played with Gav fifteen years ago. I played with Tino. We played against each other in a couple of games. He turned up for his first trial game with a pair of boots that you gave him. Ah, oh, brilliant. That, it was, that, oh, that, that's a beautiful story. Yeah, but yeah, I, get yeah, yeah. I get emotional when I hear that one. It's, yeah, it's, but I, I find
1: yeah. it bloody weird that what these selectors are thinking. I mean, these guys are,
0: <laughs> these guys are meant
1: to know the game. And you, you know, guys, you can see when someone can bowl. They don't have to get eight for... But you know, you can yeah. tell a mile off if someone someone can bowl. You just think, "Wow, West Indies must have a lot of Barbados must have a lot of bowlers in the backyard." <laughs> I,
0: think, I, think, I think politics. I think politics plays a, Amazing. Bit of a big part. It's, it's, but I mean, it's, it's it did go out to be brighter times. Tino obviously formed a partnership with Fidel Edwards. Equally, very quick, and I think they kind of both. It was, it was strange though. You went from Cutley Ambrose and Courtney Walsh to Tino Best and Fidel Edwards, like two yeah. little guys. <laughs> Bowling rapid compared to two big high towers. Yeah. But the beauty of the beauty of fast bowling. Gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. You know, a great, great finish to the podcast there. You know, hearing the camaraderie between you two. Uh, Flanners, as always, appreciate you joining us. I think Tino understood you, which is a fantastic achievement for you. I'll d- tell, <laughs> tell you a quick joke
3: there, Gav. Those same boots, right? Those same boots, my right, brother. Um, my grandmother is a very um, spiritual woman with church and stuff. We put them, so we have an altar, you know, that we pray to and stuff. My grandmother took them to, to her bishop and got, like, holy water sprinkle on them. <laughs> and that even more, like, crazy. Tell you what, booths,
1: good, good things that like, happen to me, bestie. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> class, <laughs> That's uh, class. Those boots those are, are great, man. I'll catch you at the end for two seconds. Cheers, chaps.
2: Yeah, cheers, boys. respect. Cheers,
0: guys. Yeah.